Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to episode 195 of the True to Size podcast. Just lovely. Just absolutely lovely. Killed it. <laughs> What's wow. going on, everyone? And welcome to True to Size. We are a weekly podcast centered around the wild world of sneakers. I will be your host today. My name is Lawrence Hopkins, and I am joined by the rest of the quarantine at Canada Got Soul, Mr. Joel Hernandez. Howdy, doody. Nice. And Mr. Alvin Martinez. Yeehaw! Wow, look at that. <laughs> Stereotypes are run wild early. <laughs> and holy smokes, this is the first guest we've had in. I think we said like, f- we'll call it four months, but I'm pretty it's sure it's been while. longer than that. Long time. And he's got a deep collection, so when you see the heat on feet, you'll be like, hey, yo, but my boy is half Korean, so he might hit you back with the, and you say, I, can't, I don't want to say it. <laughs> say it, guys. Say it. I, I literally wrote it out because I'm going to fucking butcher it and offend like, <laughs> half of the planet, but all right, let me try it again. But my boy is half Korean, so he might hit you back with the, and oh, how was that, Robert? Decent? Yeah, okay. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's a wizard with the lens, and he's got the kicks, too. We're going to call him Robert, but that's Strix to you. Okay. Bars. <laughs> What's up, guys? I'm glad to be here. Robert, appreciate you being here. I'm sorry for offending your motherland um, or fatherland, depending on what you're doing. The Korean one or the Texas one? Probably <laughs> both. <laughs> I think they both, both got hit there, and that's, yeah. okay. that's okay. They they can apologize on their on the behalf of the Texans. I'm not sure the t- Texans deserve the apology, but the Koreans definitely deserve shot. the apology. Uh, for anybody unfamiliar, Robert uh, is one of my co-workers over at Soul Savvy. He is, as Alvin and Joel very, very obviously implied from dallas texas we have a lot of friends from dallas specifically dallas yeah for real yep like it's turning into in my mind like texas is only dallas like to americans how canada is only toronto like because we we only talk to people from dallas apparently it's kind of strange we've had like five texans on and they've all been from dallas Dallas, I know. It's wild. Hmm. It is. Well, I mean, wild. really, in the end, that's all that's in Texas is Dallas. Yeah, we go. It's one big. It's one big Dallas. One big <laughs> Dallas. I like it. <laughs> Perfect. Robert's going to alienate his own state. We love it. All right. <laughs> We've got a Whatever. great show for you all this week. We're back to our regular programming with a listener submitted fire round question and some Super Bowl news to cover in this week in kicks. After that, we've got one of the most ridiculous NSRs I've ever created. And we're following that up with our first round of 21 guestions in a very, very long time. Then we're going to get to know a little more about what got Robert into sneakers, learn a bit, a little bit more about his photography past, and see how many y'alls we can squeeze out of him in the process. But first, Joel! Yee-haw! Fire <laughs> Did you forget that you were supposed to... No, I was envisioning... I was envisioning riding like a horse or something, like, you know, just trotting. Then he busts through the wooden doors and says, fire round. He was like, oh, shit, fire round. Yeah. I right, just forgot then. the sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> 
Remember when Robert said at the very beginning, this is the first podcast I've been on that's had their shit together? <laughs> what an absolute yeah, back back pedal. Yeah, like, <laughs> you really were premature with that designation. I was. For us, it's okay. It's okay. We'll get you in the second half. All right. Yes, the fire round. We like to start every show with a quick hitting question from you, our listeners. And this week's question comes from Harrison Koo, HQ Inc. on H-Q. Instagram. And his question is, what's a sneaker purchase in recent times that has genuinely gotten you giddy slash excited slash whoopty whoopty? Um, as in you're looking at it on the way home and every time you open the box, you're like, God damn, these are hard. Nowadays, it just feels like the market and the game is also saturated that this feeling is gone. I'm guilty of this too and catch myself copping, throwing it in the closet and going, all right, what's next? Mm. A very well thought out question. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's obviously very accurate. I think we've discussed that many times where it's like, because so much stuff is always coming out, we're always like, all right, got them. But next week is XYZ sneaker. So really good question. Um, as I do, I did not think about the answer personally until right now. So I'm trying to talk myself out of a corner. And I think the last one for me and this one, I've it's probably because I've been waiting for it for so long, like since it came out, basically, is the Union Jordan 4 Desert Moss. Um, I missed out, obviously, like lots of people did, except for one other person on the podcast right now. Uh, when they came out, I missed on them. So I was like really bummed and then was kind of just like commiserating over them for the entire year. And then all of a sudden, you know, came upon them in January and have been like I don't usually do this but have been like waiting for like the right time like when am I going to wear them I want to wear them with this fit and like opening them up and like as soon as I got them I took the stitching out of the tongue and like I ordered laces for them because I want to lace swap them like that's those are steps that I don't typically go through when I buy a shoe I just like slap them on my feet and walk out the front door basically um so yeah I'm I'm gonna go with the desert mosses and I'm actually hoping to wear them this weekend uh my laces didn't come in time but oh, oh well whatever uh yeah, let's go with uh, Joel. What about you? Something as of recent oh, that just had you like, goddamn, good pickup, Joel. Like, like, I don't know what it is, but like y'all have been, if you've been like tuning into the pod, but I was just after these the specific, the white and that gray uh, 550, um, the New Balance 550s. And, and you know, Kuzo put me on those like from time, like, you know, and shit like that. So when I finally, finally got them, it's one of those, like on our, on our way home, like when we got stuck in traffic, like, you know what I mean? It's just one of those, you just flip open the, the <laughs> I got Mary, because Mary was like sitting shoddy. And she was like, I was like, just open it. Let me see it. Let me see it again. <laughs> you made her open it for you. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, is it? Okay, cool. It's still there. Like, you know, it's like, you know what I mean? It's like when you finally achieve that, that shoe, it doesn't have to be like a grail. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be a collabo. Like, you know what I mean? Like when you finally set your, like you set your, your, your mind on like grabbing a, a certain pair of kicks and then you finally get it. And it's just, it's just that stress of relief that you're not paying like, you know, double the price for like resale or anything. Like, you know, you finally get it and you're like, shit, like, fuck man. Like you're just, <laughs> you're just drained and you're like, yo, I finally got this. Like that pair alone. Like if y'all been tuning in on the pod, like, Yo, I was after that that certain pair, and, yep. and I finally got it. And, and yeah, man, like that question right there, boom, the five fifty, the white, and I don't even know what color. Like that's how that's how crazy <laughs> it is. It's like a white and gray. Like I don't know specific colorway it's called, but 
that white and gray, yo. I think white. I think we get it. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> I think it's white. Like, and gray. I can like find the. I don't even know where the box is because the shoes are like right by the door. Like, Joel you know, is like literally little... describing his feeling as like MJ after the flu game, like yeah, equivalent of picking up a pair of sneakers and just like right. sprawling on the floor, like ah, got him. Yeah. Yeah, Pip. Pip, help me out, man. <laughs> Mayor's like walking bench, you, yo. yeah, into the house. Yeah, <laughs> it's like you finally got them. <laughs> You're a loser. Um, <laughs> Alvin, what about you? What's a recent pickup that's had you uh, very excited and whoopty whoopish? Uh, nothing. I mean, nothing. Nothing Nada. recent. Okay, like the recent, most as recent. in 2022, or like just the most recent. I'll go back to the bacons then, because that one was the oh, one yeah. where it was like, I think I got the dub off of might might have been for Capsule. I think it was Capsule Toronto um, that I got the dub from, and and like knowing I got the dub, and then the anticipation for when it came to the house, and then Ooh. when it got to the house, just not even waiting till work finished to open the box, and then just mm-hmm. opening the box, smelling the shoe, touching it, caressing it. Hey. Putting it on my face. Bring it back. Ooh. Bring uh, it back up. Bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> Come back to us. Uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, man. My eyes rolled back a little bit just now. Yeah, but... his eyes was rolling back, yo. <laughs> oh, um, Jesus. No, uh, and then just now, just I'm waiting for Air Max month to, to rock them, just because it's like, <laughs> you know, I'm 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 excited. That's like two weeks away, actually. It's almost March already. We're already more than halfway through February, which is crazy. Uh, Robert, most recent pickup for you that really had you like, yeah, good pickup, me. You know, there's, I don't know. I feel like I get, you know, doing what we do, Lawrence and I, um, having the access that we do in general. I feel like I get so many pairs and I end up, kind of they come in i'm like oh that's cool i got them and then they kind of just they go into the room into the storage room and they just kind of sit there it's so many of them but i will say one of the pairs the bacons were definitely one of those but i would say another pair from last year that was very much that was the uh para sb dunks mm. um oh. i was super happy to get those and i was mm. i was very excited to get those because i knew i wanted them from the time i saw them and i was just like yeah. i gotta have them so yeah that was that was definitely one of them for sure. Damn. Yeah, there's definitely a numbing that comes with the job of buying shoes for a living or part of your job description is buying shoes for a living. So you get almost everything <laughs> that comes out, comes through the door and you're just like, yeah, toss it in the stack. Basically, it's like, yeah, I know what you mean. I yep. definitely know what you mean. Yeah. But that's a damn. That's still on my list. I really want that pair. Mm-hmm. All right. If you would like to submit a question for the fire and have us answer it on the pod, please shoot us a message on Instagram or email us at canadagotsoul at gmail.com. Next up is the CGS picks. Each week, we all pick an upcoming sneaker to analyze, dissect, and give our thoughts on. Then we decide if it's poop, scoop, whoop-de-whoop, or Alvin's trademarked phrase. Uh, super burkut. Nice. Very mediocre accent. Um... <laughs> All right, my pick this week, because I am going to go first, because that's what we do, is a Nike Dunk. It is a Nike Dunk Low. It is a Nike Dunk Low SB, and it is another addition to the world's most drawn-out pack. I guess we'll call it collection pack set of sneakers. Um, Another addition to the Simpsons 
Nike SB collection pack set. Uh, this is a Bart Simpson iteration for a, like a couple hours when pictures first released, everyone thought they were a Stewie Griffin collaboration. And then that was immediately, uh, backpedaled upon by all the sneaker blogs who were premature. And, uh, yeah, it could honestly be either one. So if you're unfamiliar, there is actually two other, I think there's only two other Nike SB Simpsons. There's a Homer Simpson dunk low and there's a Marge Simpson dunk high SB. And now we have a Bart Simpson SB low. And you've got like, yeah, if you imagine Bart Simpson on a sneaker, that's what it is. It's got some light blue hits, yellow hits, red hits, white swoosh. Um, kind of cool that it's on an SB because Bart Simpson's thing is skateboarding. So obviously it fits really well. This, this of all of them would have been cool to be an official collaboration just because of the, the tie. But uh, obviously that's an expensive IP. So that's probably why they didn't do it. Uh, but yeah, honestly, a really cool shoe. If I happen to, you know, have access or whatever, or, you know, see raffles, I will definitely enter for them, but I'm not going to break my back for them. I think my favorite is still the one that I own, which is the Marge Simpson. Um, but yeah, these are super, super cute. I do wish they were an official collab. I do wish they weren't drawing out this line or collection over the course of like two decades, because I'm pretty sure that the Homer Simpson pair is like a silver box, like literally like oh four i think it's homer wow. simpson i think marge yeah. simpson is gold box so like yeah seven yeah. and now it's 2022 when we're getting a bart simpson but anyways a cool collection nonetheless if you're able to cl- grab all the pairs and uh yeah just a just a super cute for me they're died they're cool um alvin what do you got i got the uh returning soon kobe bryant adidas crazy uh one uh, in the yellow and silver colorway. For those of you who don't know who are too young, maybe too young to have seen Kobe play in these, uh, they're essentially like the Spaceman shoe before Kanye came. Uh, or or we also like to call them the boat, the boat. shoe as well. Um, I mean, honestly, I thought they were cool when they first dropped. Uh, they definitely look more like an Audi yeah, to me like, right now, you know, like an Audi TT. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, honestly, this, this, I, I hope is just a precursor to them uh, retroing more Kobe's. Ooh. I think I mentioned this before, but I really want uh, them to retro the Kobe Crazy 8s. Mm, yeah. Those are probably my favorite Adidas uh, Kobe's. And these, as cool as it is that these are retroing, um, they will never hit my foot just because I, I probably would not wear them ever probably would um, not wear them probably maybe just once on the court on the court, and then, and, <laughs> on the court. <laughs> of all places and then like, and I then know just it's a basketball shoe <laughs> <laughs> and then that's it just for instagram picture no i'm joking but yeah no these are these are just uh a very super cute for me that was a little bit better um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i think these are it's one of those nostalgia shoes that i think will yeah you know like the old the diehard kobe fans and adidas collectors will pick up but it's one of those shoes that like you probably won't actually see on foot very often like yeah i mean this is a pure retro right it's yeah. not a protro or anything like that so they're not no. putting boost in it or anything like that mm. if they were putting boost in it then you know they might be talking oh. but yeah, mm-hmm. still, maybe, probably still not. <laughs> it's a historic shoe. We appreciate that part of it. And mm-hmm. I, it's it's one of yeah. those shoes that's like quirky ugly at this point. Like it's like wholesomely ugly. 
because it's wholesomely yeah. ugly. Yes. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> like me. Um, <laughs> Joel. <laughs> Joel, what's your pick this week? So my pick is the uh, reverse colorway of the Persian BWs, uh, the big windows that are coming up. So what it is basically, it's 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 basically the Persian BWs, but the upper, like you know how with the OGs is like it's all black on the upper, it's it's swapped with the white. So you got the white upper instead. Um, everything else from like the tongue to like the the swoosh to even like the strike on the midsole, like in the in the Persian violet, it's all still there. But the only difference is just that the upper, which is black on the OGs, is swapped out with the white. So, but yeah, man, like looking at the pictures, it still kept, they still kept the uh, big windows. Um, I don't know if it's the right size of the big windows. Maybe it's just the regular RWs, like the regular windows, but I don't know. <laughs> but it's <laughs> the shape is on point, though. Like the shape is on yeah. point. It's not like it doesn't have like a cliff toe or anything, but it's got like that bullet toe, which is pretty dope. Um, but yeah, like everything else just slaps. Like the way that the colors um, came out with the reverse um, on them, just it looked really, really good. Uh, these drops sometime in, uh, this year. I'm, I'm going to guess like in Air Max month, like March, mm-hmm. sometime in March or whatever. But keep an eye out for these. These are really, really cute, like super cute. I like them, man. I dig them. Joel, am I going to get like in trouble by like Air Max Instagram or Twitter if I say that I like the reverse BW better than the regular BW? I don't think you're getting in trouble because these are really nice. The reverse ones are really nice. Yeah, yeah they're clean, I, bro. Yeah. I'm just not a black yeah. shoe guy, but these are really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for real. And like you said, the shape is, whew, yes. Yeah, man. Like the shape is like legit properly. Can't go wrong. Yeah. I mess with these. These are very cool. All right, Robert, round us out. What did you bring to the table this week? So I came to talk about a uh, another New Balance collaboration from everyone's favorite Montreal-based Tumblr account turned Instagram account turned, <laughs> you know, powerhouse of fashion for normies. Um, it's Jound, Jound, and their New Balance 990 V3 in the green olive colorway i guess we're going to call it something like that i don't really know what the exact green is called but um you know i've really i'll be honest i i am one of the hype beasts that got turned on the new balance more in the past couple of years um my collection which was very nike heavy yeah um, very very nike heavy has it's still nike heavy but um i would say i probably have i don't know 20 20-ish pairs of New Balance at this point. Um, 990 V3 is one of my favorite silhouettes for sure. Um, I kind of wish it was a 990 V4. That's me mm-hmm. personally, but um, the V3 looks great. It is, you know, I'll be the first to admit that if you take John's name off of this um, and it's a GR, it's a really nice GR, but I don't want it as much. So I will admit to being a hype beast there um, for sure. <laughs> but um, I do think it's a really nice shoe um, and I hope it's not insanely difficult to get. Um, I, it will be, it will be tough for sure, but, uh, no, uh, release date on it yet, but John has officially teased it on their Instagram. So I would imagine it's not too far off from being released at this point. Yeah. It's yeah. gotta be soon. I would think at this point, cause yeah, the picture they posted is of like a 
stack of pairs on a table. It's like Ooh. a ton of pairs. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like just like one sample pair. Yeah, exactly. Like it's not yeah. the, uh, classic back bathroom of a warehouse picture. Right? <laughs> yeah. of a Potato phone. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Super is, close. Yeah. And everything. This is yeah. a very mood boardy, uh, yeah, looking zoomed shoe. in and everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like you'd expect anything else from Jound. Exactly. It would yeah. be a mood, mood, mm-hmm. mood yep. boardy picture. Yeah. Mood boardy picture for a mood boardy brand and a mood boardy shoe. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, really cool shoe. Cool. It's, it's nice that like, I mean, speaking from the Canadian inf- inferiority complex, that anybody or any brand from Canada is getting any sort of love anywhere. <laughs> so, like, gotta love it. I don't personally own anything j- 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 jound, but uh, gotta represent when we can. So, we'll take what we can get, even if it's j- jound, whatever. Uh, <laughs> have they confirmed how to pronounce it? Is it just jound? I think it's just jound. I think it's like, because it's supposed to be like found which was the old Tumblr account, I oh. think, was the big thing, I think. And then Justin just went with Jound instead for his account, right? Mm. And so that's, but yeah, so that's just a play off of that. You're not actually supposed to say, <laughs> <laughs> when I when I typed in, because I was going to look up why is Jound spelled like that, I typed mm. it in, why is J-J-J? And the first result was, why is Jound so expensive? <laughs> <laughs> And I clicked it because I did want to know. <laughs> yeah. Because people will pay it. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's expensive because yeah. they said so and people listened, basically. But hey, mm-hmm. good for you. Oh la la. Whatever. Uh next <laughs> next up. This week in kicks, this is the part of the show where we discuss the current headlines and happenings in the world of sneakers. And uh Jordan Brand has stole the show at Super Bowl once again. So this year's Super Bowl halftime show, if you missed it, if you happened to be under a rock that day, was one for the books. It had uh, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, and Upside Down 50 Cent. Um, and <laughs> as they're, as they've done in the past for several years now, Jordan Brand has found a way to sneak their way into the show. So it's, I think it actually started, if I remember correctly, with Justin Timberlake and his Jordan threes. Uh, we had Jay Balvin in there somewhere with his colorful AJ one. I think Adam Levine was wearing Travis Scott ones one year. So he's kind of like Jordan Brand has found their way to make their mark in the halftime show. And they did again this year. So. Eminem emerged from the stage in what appeared to be, it looked like a regular pair of Fire Red 3s. Like when he started rising from whatever was going on, I was like, oh, cool, Fire Red 3s, whatever. And then on his left foot, he kind of turns it and it's like, oh, there's a giant E, backwards E embroidered on the tongue. And I'm like, okay, something is afoot, pun intended. Um, So he had that. And then on the heel of it, in the place of the uh, Nike Air or Jumpman heel tab, it had a Hello, My Name is Slim Shady heel tab which is also very fire really cool detail so by eminem himself they were dubbed the air shady and apparently according to quote-unquote sources they're a one of one um just for the performance and uh i don't know i'm hoping mm-hmm. they see a release we've never i feel like again i'm speaking incorrectly but i don't think we've ever seen a retail release of an eminem jordan sneaker the no. twos no the yeah. twos are probably the closest. Yeah. Weren't the Carhartts like a one of 72 or like yeah. 72 pairs or something like Those that? Those were yeah. raffled for charity. Yeah. The first four, the blue fours, I believe were also raffled or like contest or something. Let's see, someone's going to correct me. I'm going to sound like an idiot, like a doofus. And I think the twos are similar 
Um, I think those were for The Way I Am, that album. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think we've ever seen a proper retail release of an Eminem sneaker. Maybe we'll just say that, nope. where you know you have more than 100 pairs of something. So that would be cool, because he's been with Jordan Brand for probably 20 years at this point. So it would be cool to see them come out. But at this time, it does not seem like they're going to. But uh, yeah, what do you guys think? You Would you guys buy an Eminem Jordan 3 if it were to come out? Was it enough for you? It was cute. Just like cute. definitely the details got me. I mean, I'm I'm also the guy who just loves the Fire Red Three, so it's like regardless of whether it has an M&M on it or just a regular Fire Red Three, I'm copying this year just because. I don't know, man. It it just hits, and then, yeah. If I honestly, if I get my hands on a pair, I would definitely try that E. I mean, come on, man. Are you like, come on, man? <laughs> if you're gonna tell me you have a chance to purchase it, and you're not gonna purchase it. You're on some bullshit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a fair. <laughs> well, you guys, uh, Joel, would you uh, would you be interested in Eminem Jordan Three, or do you not care? Um, I mean, like if if it was like in a in a low cut and it had like an N on it, like New Balance or something, <laughs> and, it, and it said and it was green, and it was made out of pigskin. Yeah, maybe for sure, but. <laughs> that i don't i don't know man like i don't know like it's it's cool like you know what i mean like if i had the the funds to drop on on an m&m3 the fire red threes i probably would just leave it alone i don't know <laughs> <laughs> give uh give m&m 10 more years and he may be doing the uh m&m new balance 990 he's yeah, <laughs> yeah getting real. up there he's <laughs> Yeah, he's 49, <laughs> I believe. So in 10 years, he'd be almost Holy 60. Holy, yeah. bro. Almost 60. Oh God. I'm so old. Uh, <laughs> don't even remind me, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, it's funny because, I mean, I'm a I'm a three guy. Like, that's like the first Jordan hmm. that I can remember because I am old. Um, I actually, <laughs> you know remember uh seeing the highlights of jordan in the dunk contest in 88 and all that kind of stuff and being like you know seeing those white cement uh threes and being like those are amazing and i gotta have them you know all that kind of thing and of course i never did get them until i was older um my family being you know like everybody almost everybody else's family it's like are you insane i'm not paying that much for a pair of shoes um (laughs) it didn't even and back then you think holy shit i can get jordans for like a hundred bucks or less you know that kind of thing it's like now you look back and you're like that was an insanely cheap price but back then obviously it was you know different but um yeah, I, I mean, I'm not the biggest Eminem fan in the world. Like, you know, I, I can respect a lot of his place in music history and everything like that. Um, but yeah, man, if they came out for any kind of release of what I'm absolutely going for them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in there like swimwear for sure. That would be just so cool. I would love that. Um, side note, though, what did we think of the halftime performance? Because I'm seeing like mixed reviews in the sense that like, some people are calling it the best ever. Some, I don't know about the best ever. That's a yeah. big reach for me. That's, I can see yeah. why in the grand scheme of who we saw on stage all at once, mm-hmm. you're never mm-hmm. going to see that again. Mm-hmm. Like the people that I listed, Dre, Snoop, M, Kendrick, Mary J. Blige, 50 Cent. Like, come on now. Never, ever in your life. Like 50 won't be able to get up those stairs in another two years. He won't even <laughs> be able to get up from upside down, yeah. bro. Like, yeah, <laughs> Legend has it he's that still knows. upside down. <laughs> yeah. 
and he's and he's still like you know nosebleed and everything yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i heard he's still trying to scrape off that wife beater but um <laughs> anyway i digress um yeah i don't think it was the best of all time i thought it was really cool honestly as much as i don't yeah, know cool. who who i would kick off the pedestal there seemed like too many people like they all yeah. performed for like Ooh. a minute and a half kendrick got a song and a half uh, fitty yeah. got like half a song like mary J got a song and a half like m got maybe one song i don't even know if he did all of lose yourself so just seemed like yeah. you know it, it left me wanting more which i guess is also a good show but yeah it just seemed like too many people too many cooks in the kitchen and i wanted like a full performance from at least a couple of them you know i don't know yeah yeah, yeah. i mean they highlighted dre and snoop which Definitely. made sense yeah and i'm not gonna lie i was crip walking so <laughs> yeah same same bro you know what I mean? Like, I, I couldn't resist. I was like high school days for me. Definitely brought back nostalgia. But again, like, I would put JT above that. Like, JT's performance yep. was dope. Yep. Uh, when Bruno Mars was in the halftime show, he killed yeah. it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then you also have Queen B, Beyonce, right? Like, she also killed it. Yep. So, I mean, mm-hmm. definitely, like, lineup was dope. But also, yeah. I feel like a couple of performers kind of struggled a little bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> couple. <laughs> a couple but uh yeah i don't know but i thought like when when m was performing i feel like it, he kind of was lip-syncing a little bit i thought mary j was lip-syncing personally. yeah mary j was oh for there. sure she was bro she had to yeah, dance to yeah. her. you crazy like, yeah she yeah, was like no she way. sounded like she was in the studio i was like there's no <laughs> yeah. fucking way she sounds yeah. so good yeah, <laughs> yeah. i I would have cut Fitty easy. Like that's oh, the sure. one I would have yeah. cut for sure. Right. Like if you're like yeah. one of you, ha- yeah, it's definitely, yeah, no. Um, honestly, I would have just been there for a whole Kendrick concert. So he killed it. He killed it. I was just like, you know, yeah, give me that whole thing. Like that's the only one. I mean, look, man, like those hits from Dre from Snoop, that was my formative years. Right. Like, mm-hmm. um, but you know, as soon as Kendrick, that's the one that really got me bobbing my head. As yep. soon yeah. as he got, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So he just yeah, has that stage high, presence around him, man. Like, even though he's what literally he made him look so short, the way that they had <laughs> him set up like, <laughs> with all the background dancers around, it hit him really well because he was like in among, amongst trees. But like, yeah, yeah, his was like as soon as he started, I was like, okay, this I could have done this for an hour. Like, this is fucking dope. Yeah. Like, with the choreography, Easy. everything yeah. felt like. Very, very cool. Yeah. Fiddy looked like he asked to be there. <laughs> like, he was like, no. like he Snoop owed Fiddy money and instead he was like <laughs> he was like, You wanna yeah. just come perform a song upside down for a second? I don't think they ever showed Fiddy becoming I don't un- even think he was on un- there upside down. I want to see that like B roll un- upside down. Like of him getting down from that. Well, position. how he got down. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. The dancers were helping him yeah. when I when yeah. I saw. They all pushed him up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was imagining Fitty, Fitty with like his mic, like. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Come on, you know where we be. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Fitty. Friend of the show, good guy. Friend He's, of the show. Yeah, have him on the show yeah. soon. Yeah, we'll worry. have you on yeah, soon, Fitty. Real. Sorry for all yeah. that. It's all it's all love. Um, next up, previously in kicks, this is the part of the show where we review our latest pickups and recap the latest happenings in our sneaker lives. Um, I'll let Joel go because he has one that all three of us have. So, in the interest of not sounding redundant, Joel can speak for all three of us on this one. And then, if he has anything else, he can also go ahead. But go ahead, Joel. 
I will uh, shout out to Puma Hoops um, for sending us uh, a pair of the Rick and Morty um, MB1s. Uh, crazy, crazy. Just like how the uh, box detailing went with like his his first drop of the Reds and and you know over to the Buzz City and then and then now now the Rick and Morty joints. It's it was just crazy. Like the materials alone on the shoe is ridiculous. Um, I don't even know what kind of materials are on there, but it's just crazy. And the, um, the mismatched shoes, come on, like who doesn't love mismatched shoes? Yep. Like, you know what I mean? And, and with the Rick and Morty, um, put into tied into the, to the shoes, it's, it's just amazing. Uh, the way that the whole thing just, just flew. Um, but yeah, man, uh, yeah, we got those shout out to Puma hoops, man. Yep. Um, I, I know, I know you guys got like extra stuff too. Like that's pretty dope too, man. Yeah. So first of all, before anyone else does it, First, first, first of all, they come out on the 18th, so I believe that's the day that yeah. this episode drops on Saturday the 18th at mm-hmm. uh, Foot Locker stores. I believe most of them are getting them. Check your app. Uh, but before anyone else does it, I need to claim that I'm going to swap the laces. So I'm going to put the green on the red and the red on the green. So just before anyone else does it, I said it first. Uh, so I was going to do that, man. No. Yeah, see, <laughs> here it comes now. Oh, I was already going to do that. No, I said it today on Tuesday. What day is it? Yeah, whatever day it is. Um, so yeah, shout out to Puma Hoops and Full Locker for those. Those are very cool. They also sent me the matching tracksuit for them, um, which is dope. super dope. It's like branded Puma, Rick and Morty, wow. and it's like full... I don't even want to call it baby. It's like a highlighter blue tracksuit, which Ooh. obviously, if you know anything about me, is right up my alley. Um, so the the pullover is nuts. It's got like never seen the show. I'm not gonna lie. So it's got Rick and or Morty on the front and <laughs> the up- opposite person on the back. Um, I believe Rick is the younger. Is he the There's younger a- one? I think he's the older. Okay. One. See, I don't know. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen the show, but it's a cool hoodie. Um, one of them is old and one of them is young and there's one on the front and one on the back of the hoodie. Um, <laughs> so that's very cool. I think Robert's looking it up for me, which is very generous. <laughs> What's the result? Which one's Rick? I was like, I honestly don't know either. That's the thing. It's like, I've never watched the show. So um, I only know Rick and Morty through memes and gifts. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Morty is a kid. Morty. Um, yes. Yeah. I fucked it up. Yeah. All right. Well, it's got, yeah. Rick and or Morty on the front, the opposite on the back. Um, so yeah, sh- shout out to Foot Locker and Puma Hoops for that. Cause that was very, very cool. And I'm excited to ball in them. Actually. I've heard mm-hmm. again, pun intended, uh, to hoop in them because I've heard good things and it's very reminiscent of like a Kyrie looking sneaker. So I'm very interested to see how they perform. Yeah. Um, very excited to get a fit off with them on the court. Shout out to Puma and Vlog for those. I also, courtesy of uh, the New Era Canada family, they sent over the Better Gift Shop um, Jays Fitted, which is like simple but also really awesome at the same time. They do things to fitteds that you aren't normally allowed to do, which is really cool. Like in place of one of the holes on the front, on the top panel, they didn't punch it at all i was actually talking to the new era canada guy and he's like trying to explain to the factory like overseas like no don't punch that one we're going to embroider it instead like when i first saw it i thought it was just embroidered over the hole yeah no but they didn't punch at all in that spot and they just embroidered in the spot which is like again i was trying to explain to somebody like why that's cool if you like don't know about hats and it's like trying to explain to a 
quote unquote regular person why a backward swoosh on a Travis Scott is cool. It's just like it's just cool because it's backwards, okay? <laughs> like they don't do that. But yeah, you can't really do that. So that was cool. And then the inside lining in place of like the newer branding, they have better gift shop branding, which is mm-hmm. really cool. And again, better details, gift, man. Yeah, very cool details. Yeah, better gift shop is a uh, uh, what do you call a clothing brand boutique in Toronto mm-hmm. started by uh, Avi Gold, which is very cool. Seeing them. Uh, blow up in the last couple of years is very cool but uh yeah so shout out to newer for those or for that and i think that's it from me sorry joel i cut you off did you have anything else no okay no, no i'm done i'm done okay cool uh alvin anything for you yeah a few things uh also shout out to puma canada along with the mbo1s they sent over the puma suede from the the rick and morty collabo it's basically like an all black suede with hints of yellow and that vault and green. And then on the back heel, you got the the faces of Rick and Morty, which is pretty cool, man. Like small details. Insoles dope too. Insole matches the box of the MBO ones. Um, and then last week, I got a surprise like package from fellow Soul Savvy uh, member uh, Nate, oh, yeah. aka at Nate Flip. Uh, he sent he sent me like a, I gave him your address. A, <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the, I was like, what is this, bro? Um, he sent me a pair of uh, ZX eight thousands, the like the wheat one that recently came out. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cool because literally that same day, I was just eyeing them because they were on sale somewhere. I can't remember where, but they were on sale. And then the doorbell rang, and then I opened the package, and they were it, and I like tripped out. That's weird. So, uh, huge shout out to the homie uh, at Nate Flip or also at Vectored Souls. He's got some dope art he's mm-hmm. got on there. Um, and then he also sent over some dope stickers that I got to share with you guys, but I told them maybe. So well, he never gave me stickers. We'll see. Yeah, he said you were gonna get mad. He said, <laughs> "Don't tell Lawrence." But he's gonna get mad. Uh oh! I've seen this guy enough <laughs> times in the last year. He never gave me stickers one. He loves time. me more. Thanks, Queen yeah. Nate. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Thank you, Nate. Uh, and then my uh, Notre X Vans. Uh, what is Style Thirty Six? Yep. Yeah, mm. uh, those came in too, and those are butter, man. So, which color did Sick. you get? Got the blue pair, the navy nice. with like the the powder blue, or whatever. Sezzle, super clean. Oh, of course. If any site has Sezzle, Clarna, or whatever other apps there are, after pay. you already after know. Pay, after like, pay. it's an automatic. I have to use it just because it helps to spread out the cost of the sneaker. When you have kids, you guys will understand. Yeah. When you have expenses, <laughs> not even kids, bro. When you have anything, yeah. when you work for your money, you'll understand. Damn. <laughs> Throwing shots for no reason. <laughs> I only I'm back, asked baby. if you used it. I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> but yeah, that's it, though. Well, shout out to everybody. Love you guys. Shout out to everybody. Nice. That's a good shout out. Uh, yeah. Robert, anything uh, notable for you in the last little while? Doesn't have to be in the last week. Um. Let's see. I also, too, got the Notra Vans collab. I got both the brown and the green pairs. Um, ho, 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 ho. And so you guys the I got to say, together. I like them both. I kind of like the brown a little bit better in hand. The brown's though, nice, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, another one that I got that I've already ooped to a Soul Savvy member was um, the classic green uh, SB Dunks that just came out. Um Ooh. And they, you know, they look like Jordan ones, but the like the pine green Jordan ones, but they're in yeah. SB dunk form. Um, 
they're really nice. The leather's amazing on them. The quality is really great. And shout out to Premier, one of you know Premier Skate Shop in Michigan in Grand Rapids. They um, they might be one of the biggest uh, shop accounts for SB in the U.S. Um, maybe the Ooh. biggest. Um, and they have an amazing loyalty program. Can you break down the loyalty um, program? Because when you told me about it, I was like shook because we don't have anything like that in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll try to do my best. Um, so basically, they have three levels. They have a silver, gold, and platinum. Um, silver is not really going to get you much aside from a couple of little tiny perks. If you want to get on the list for possible invoices for shoes and stuff like that, uh, without, you need to be on the gold or platinum level. Um, platinum is definitely going to get you there, but platinum is $1,000 in qualified spending in a year. Mm. Um, oh. and that means basically inline stuff. That means anything that's not like a hype drop or anything like that mm-hmm. will go towards that total. Now they do carry brands like Carhartt, ACG, you know, they've got Nike, they've got, um, you know, Para, they've got all those, all those brands. So if you're into those brands, you can rack up those points pretty quickly. Um, yeah, yeah. And so they've been really good to me. Um, you know, these like just about every quote unquote GR SB dunk that comes out, um, I'll get a shot at either a first come first serve uh, invoice or a VIP just straight reserved invoice. Jeez. Um, and the quick strikes are all still draws and raffles for them. Um, but for in for the GR stuff, yeah, it's, you know, I got the, the fog dunks that just came out. Um, mm. These, I, the paras actually because they weren't a quick strike. Um, I got an wow. invoice for those. Jeez, um, the street hawkers as well. Those were a quick strike, I believe, but um, they had a lot of those, and so they ended up giving VIPs their um, invoices as well. So wow. they do an amazing job with with giving back to their loyal uh, customers, yeah, and so yeah. it's got to be. I mean, to me, it's a model system for any anybody to do out there i found a couple of other shops that kind of do it along those lines but nothing like that so premiere mm. i will yeah. say i just checked they have sezzle and afterpay so oh this is bad news it's a done deal it's a done deal <laughs> you can just I'm about to be platinum guys there you go <laughs> you can literally just spend the thousand right off rip yeah and go. then just sezzle it. yeah tight it 250 every two weeks it's, that's Boom. There you go. Done. And then dunks for free. Well, not for free. Dunks for the not rest for of the year. You're still going to pay. Yeah. For retail. Yeah. That's a, again, oh, like you said, if you're already buying stuff like in that realm anyways, and you focus your spending in one place, like, yeah, that's like what I do with my gas points. Like, this yeah. is going to sound like gibberish to, to Robert, but like, anytime I need gas, I specifically go to Petro Canada because mm. I collect their points right or like yeah. when i fly i specifically take exactly. air canada because i want aeroplan mm-hmm. points True. It's, it's and again you get like minimal perks really but like anything to get you yeah. points like people go to shoppers drug mart so they can get their optimum points yeah. like it's just people will spend in specific places if they give you give them points that reward them and it's not like premieres losing money they're making the same amount yeah. of money they would anyways yep. but actually more because their people are buying their inline stuff it's like yeah. such a brilliant model Smart, man. Yeah. yeah yeah man like adidas has that points thing too or whatever status yeah, thing yeah, and yeah. i've never i think i'm the highest tier and adidas confirmed and i've never seen any perks from any of that like ever mm-hmm. no no shots at adidas but like when you can have something where it like immediately reflects and you're rewarded immediately essentially yeah. like that's clutch that's really good mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Like there's, I don't, I mean, it's extremely smart on their end, right? Like it gets people to spend lots of money with them just to keep that status and all that kind of stuff. Um, and yeah. in fact, this goes back to just their customer service in general. Like there was one where I missed out on the dunks completely. Uh, they sent a first come first serve invoice and I missed out on the invoice because I was like 10, 15 minutes late. Mm. And they were like, hold, you know, end of the week, we might have another pair for you. And sure enough, they hit me up with an invoice at the end of the week. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I don't want to turn this into an ad for Premier, but at the same time, <laughs> um, I do. I do want to shout them out because they've been yeah. good to me for a long time. So, yeah. Nice. Well, they do listen to this podcast. So hopefully this little segment <laughs> just helps increase our silver status up to uh, Diamond really quick. And we are well, well on our way past <laughs> all the other medals. The right? unspoken of level that exactly, nobody knows yeah. about. <laughs> We're not even on the medal tiers. No, we are yeah. into Shh. precious rocks at this point. Yeah. yeah. We're at Ruby <laughs> status now. Ruby. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on. Thumbs up. Thumbs. Sorry, Robert. Did you have anything else? I cut you off and made you gush about. Premier. No, that's it. Okay, that's it. <laughs> Moving on. Next up. Thumbs up. Thumbs down. In this part of the show, we give our opinion on various sneaker-related topics with zero context or discussion. All we're allowed to say is thumbs up or thumbs down. And kind of inspired by the uh, "Hello, my name is Slim Shady" heel tabs on the Jordan Threes. This one is Jumpman heel tabs. On whatever, a three, a four, jump man, not Nike Air, not Hello, my name is Slim Shady, not Cause XX, just the jump man, which they did for a short stretch in the early 2010s. Thumbs up, thumbs down, Joel. Mm, up. Alvin. Up. I'm also going thumbs up. <laughs> Robert. Gonna be the asshole, huh? Okay. Uh, down. <laughs> down for Robert. Damn purist over here. All right, moving on. Next up, NSR, not sneaker related. We talk about sneakers a lot. So, in this weekly segment, we're gonna take 30 seconds out of the show to discuss something completely irrelevant from the world of sneakers. And this one is absolutely ridiculous. And that's fine because this whole show oh. is absolutely ridiculous. But other than. Any sentence that starts with these four words, you know it's going to sound stupid. Other than a horse. What? <laughs> what animal would you like to be able to ride? <laughs> oh, shit. That's a good question, bro. That's cool, man. Not even going to front. That's a great question. That's a, yeah. that's a very good question, my friend. Shows you where my mind is at when I'm putting this podcast together. I mean, yo, it works, bro. Other than a horse, Ooh. what? There's a lot of different does, does, routes you can go with this. Does it have to yeah. be a living, a living animal? For the sake of entertainment, no, it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> so this can be a fantastical Yo. animal, bro. You know Yo, what? It can be go. fantastical too. Sure, go for it. Whatever you can yeah. ride an alien. I don't care. Whatever. Yo, <laughs> all right, cool, done. Alien. Save a horse, I'm, ride uh... an alien. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shoot. I'm Let's, trying to be. Um, yeah, you go ahead I'm, first, Alvin. I'm gonna go out. Go now. You just open the gates, bro. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to be Khaleesi from uh, Game of Thrones okay. and uh, ride some dragons. Oh, have three God. as my children and conquer the world. Ooh, um, kind of aggressive. And and that's it, man. Just share the wealth, you know. Protect the people, and that's not the same thing. Sharing the wealth <laughs> and conquering the world are very two opposite things. Yeah. <laughs> Both. No, they're the same. <laughs> yeah, a dragon. A dragon. A or dragon. three. Or three. Um, okay, yeah. Joel, what's what's yours? 
Okay, you ready? No. <laughs> if I could strap up and ride something, I would I would ride like a a a, a, a megalodon. A megalodon? A megalodon? <laughs> yeah. Guy, that's crazy. You can eat like chips and stuff, man. Guy, dragon oh, that's comes, true, bro. A dragon comes near that, yo, that's that dragon's done. True. No, you're getting cooked like sushi, bro. What do you mean? Yeah, in, in the water? What are you talking about, yo? <laughs> One chunk. <laughs> cooked like sushi. Megalodon. Yo, cooked like sushi. Hey, you've heard of dragon rolls, though, right, Alvin? I mean, ooh. Hey. hey. Got them. Damn. That's where they got the name from. <laughs> you didn't know? All right, fact so we check, have check. we have a fantastical creature. And we have a dinosaur-ish creature. I guess I'll go something <laughs> realistic. Uh, and no. We've got flying and we've got water. I'm going to go with like a cheetah or something. Because like, they can run really fast. And they can jump really high. Yeah, and they're just like, up, you know. And you could. I feel like I could also be friends with a cheetah when not riding it as well. Like I don't know how friendly a dragon or a megalodon would be when you're not riding it. Like, it wouldn't be a good pet. You know what I mean? Like, you could have a cheetah in your house. You can't have a giant shark in your house. So. Cheetah in your house. You can have a cheetah in your house, though. Like, I see that on Instagram. I see it, too, yeah. So. <laughs> but if they, I think they're kind of small, so it might have to be, like, an oversized cheetah. But, yeah, I would like to ride a cheetah. Let's go with that. Something semi-realistic. Nice. Um... <laughs> Robert, um, the the podcast that has their shit together would like to know <laughs> what animal you would ride other than a horse. Um, let's see here. So the first thing that came to mind for whatever reason was the, I don't know if any of you have seen or read the books that the Golden Compass movie is based off of. There's a polar bear, a giant polar oh, bear yeah, that yeah, has yeah. armor all over it that I just always <laughs> thought was really cool. Um, but that said, I um, having watched uh, and spoiler alert, Boba Fett turn off the book of Boba Fett turn off the podcast for like five seconds. Um, fast forward, fast forward, spoiler, yeah, 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 fast spoiler. forward, fast fifteen seconds. Um, I might actually pick a Rancor monster because it looked really cool. <laughs> oh, good answer. That's actually a great answer, bro. That's crazy yeah. great answer. Great answer. But again, Damn. see, the Rancor wasn't, I don't want, again, fast forward. The Rancor wasn't very <laughs> Keep friendly. Fast forward. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't very friendly when Boba was not riding him anymore. So again, oh. that's fair. That is fair. But I'm, I think that it would eat a cheetah. So you have me there. Um, <laughs> in a world where those two animals or beasts collide, I think you have me beat. All right. That was ridiculous, but also very fun. Thank you, gentlemen, for humoring me. Next up. It's been so long since we've done this, um, and I'm very excited. The return of 21 Guestions, anytime we have a guest on for the first time, we run mm. them through the gauntlet that is 21 Guestions. It's like your own little personal fire around, Robert, like when you know you were coming up watching the uh, 88 dunk contest and chopping all the ladies <laughs> down in Dallas, Texas. Y'all, 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 howdy, 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 yo, yo, yo. Um, playing 21 Yeehaw. Questions. 
on you know AOL or AIM or floppy disks or whatever. Um, <laughs> ICQ. That, um, playing it hurts Geshe. because I know what all these it's, things are. Yes, <laughs> it's like that, but fun, um, and nobody's gonna get broken up with yet. So okay, yeah. So basically, <laughs> twenty-one questions. Answer as quickly and as honestly and as uh, accurately as you can. Are you ready? As I'll ever be. That's already the first question <laughs> wrong. All right. Question, <laughs> question number one, air or boost? Air. Question number two, crew socks or no-shows? For me, no-shows. Question number three, red or blue? Red. Question number four, pineapple on pizza? Yes. Nice. Question number five, original boxes or drop fronts? I... Hang on to both, but I will go with drop fronts because that's why I store them in. Nice. Question number seven, Dunk or Air Force One? Uh-oh. Jeez, I don't know. Uh, I will go Air Force One. Damn, Joel is oh, smiling. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Question number eight. Best friends. <laughs> Favorite brand that isn't Nike or Jordan? New Balance. Yeah, I think we went over that. Uh, question yeah. number nine. What city are the Niagara Falls located in? <laughs> um, Niagara? <laughs> Close. Niagara Falls is the city name as well. Yes. Very <laughs> okay, good. okay. Very good. Very good. All right. Question number 10. Most comfortable shoe that you own? Oh, wow. Uh, uh, probably any of my... 990 V4s. Yeah. Very good. Mm, New balance. Nice. Right. Question number 11. Who is the president of Canada? There is no president of Canada. There's a prime hey. minister. Damn, <laughs> and it's Trudeau, right? He caught yeah. me. <laughs> he caught me in my game. He's ready for you, bro. He's Damn ready it. for you. Man. He knows me too well. about the j j j j j down Question number 12. Who is the most influential person in sneakers right now? Holy moly. Um, man, uh, that is a great question. I honestly don't know. Um, what is, I mean, I would have said Virgil, right? Yeah. Up Ooh. until now. Could uh, still until, be, honestly. You know, yeah. yeah. I mean, given given what we just saw with the, the Louis auction and everything yeah. like that, I think yeah. it is still him, even posthumously. I think it's yep. still him. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. You're right. Um, question number 13, tacos or Korean barbecue? I can't go. I, I can't go against my people. It's Korean oh. barbecue. I love tacos. I love tacos, but Korean barbecue. I know you yeah. love tacos. You talk about tacos often. <laughs> question, tacos, 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 tacos. Question number 14, what are three sneaker heading essentials? Ooh, um, let's see here. For me personally, sure. uh, shoe shoe stretcher is one of them. Uh, I use that oh, a lot because one yeah. of my one of my feet is like a half size different than the other foot, uh, so <laughs> I often have to stretch. Um, suede eraser, one hundred percent suede eraser. Um, and then I'm gonna go with a credit card for the last. <laughs> <laughs> or sizzle or both. Sizzle. Yeah. Oh, sure. Okay. After pay, sizzle. Yeah, after yes. pay, yeah. <laughs> Affirm, like in the state. This segment brought to you by Sizzle. Um, <laughs> question number 15 Spell Mississauga. Oh. 
Um, all right, Mississauga, Mississauga. <laughs> M-I-S-S-A-U-G-A? You missed an I-S-S in there. You were close. Oh, oh Mississauga. Mississauga. There yeah. we go. Dang it. Yeah, Spouse of Mr. Saga, actually. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 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 See, the problem is, immediately, I wasn't quite sure if you were... <laughs> He, yeah, I wait a second. <laughs> Mr. 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 and Mrs. Saga. Um question <laughs> question number 16. What is 23 times 25? Holy shit. 140. <laughs> uh 460, another 523. Uh another 115 on top of that. Uh so 575. Oy. Well, shit. <laughs> Damn. Wow. Well, then, I wasn't expecting My Asian that. ancestors are very happy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they came to you like in Mulan, like when all the ancestors <laughs> come off the walls. They're like, it's time. <laughs> Been training your whole life for this. <laughs> Screw sneakers. <laughs> Question number 17 What is a color that belongs on every shoe? White. Mm. Question number 18. Oh. Spell color. <laughs> Just for you. C-O-L-O-U-R. Hell yeah, oh. baby. The queen is very happy with you right now. Question, <laughs> question number 19. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. Correct. Question number 20. What is your number one grail? Woo. Um. Honestly, at this point... I mean, I would love to have a pair of 94 Jordan highs of some sort, but um, I will go with, I mean, more relatively more attainable, <laughs> relatively. Um, I'm, I would still love to have the Storm Blue Union ones. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. But, and I kicking myself for two years ago, not just paying the money I, I should have probably paid at the time. Um, mm. Cause now it's just like insanely unreachable, but yeah. Hey. Like for me, I'd rather have those than off what Chicago is. I'd rather wow. have. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Like, mm. like I would just like to complete the set. I have the black toes, but I just don't have, I don't have the storm blues. So yeah. Mm. Damn. Good answer. Would Okay. So question number 21, would you rather receive your number one grail or three other pairs from your top 10? Um, number one number for me. Nice. I mean, might as well knock that one out, right? The other ones are probably slightly more attainable. So, very, yeah. very fact. True. Well, honestly, just based on the math question, you passed twenty-one questions. So, well, <laughs> well, once I saw you start calculating, I was like, "Oh shit, this isn't going to go how I thought it was." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait a second, he's thinking. Yeah. <laughs> The funny part is that I was never good in math in school. So yeah, that's that's pretty rare. Yeah. You should see my uh my college career was strewn with very terrible math grades. So yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the club. Um <laughs> yeah. All right, what we call here, uh, just as we get to know a little bit more about your sneaker past, is your soulography, TM. Um, and it starts with kind of like what got you into sneakers in the first place. I know you mentioned the 88 dunk contest, but what kind of like started all of this uh, very expensive passion for you? Um, Let's see. I mean, obviously, yeah, that was my introduction to like just recognizing shoes in general was that dunk contest. But 
Um, I had a poor, a pair of, I finally, like I played basketball in high school and obviously that keys you into all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so, um, my first pair of Jordans I ever had was a pair of Porto sevens. They were used, but Ooh. I loved them. Um, and that was like, that was, you know, my pride and joy. Um, but then I dropped out of shoes. I mean, not then, but probably early kind of that 2005, 2006, 2007 range. I kind of drifted away from shoes and I was drifted away for about 10 years, really. Mm-hmm. Um, missed a lot of amazing shoes and all that kind of stuff. Like I came back to shoes and I was like, wait, phone posits were a thing. Um, <laughs> and yeah. like, and which is, fu- yeah. Anyway. So, um, you know, when I got back into it, it was, I wanted to go after shoes that I idolized, but never got a hold of. And one of the big ones was Air Max nineties, Air Max ones, that kind of nice. thing. Like being a kid who, you know, was growing up. I mean, I was probably eight or nine when the first Air Max ones came out. Right. Um, and then it was the nineties and it was the one eighties and the one eighties were really a shoe that like, I was like, drawing a ton as a kid because mm-hmm. I was always a kid who liked to draw. And so I was like doing my own takes on one eighties and all this kind of stuff. Weird. You know, I look back on them; they're terrible sketches, but <laughs> at the same time, at the time um, you're like, I'm going to Juilliard. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, it's like, I'm coming for Tinker Hatfield. Um, anyway, but yeah. Um, so that's what, and when I got back into it, honestly, the first pair of shoes I remember, opening up sneakers this was probably 20 this is 2018 something like that um i really got back into it was then because i opened up sneakers and they had been sitting for a couple of days which now would be unheard of but it was the atmos we love nike um Ooh. air max 90s the yeah. red and black yep. joints Ooh. um and i was like holy shit i can get a pair of air max 90s that i never owned growing up right like i never owned them and by the time i got to the point where i could afford them 90s weren't cool they were kind of whatever and it was like you know i was wearing stuff like adidas trail shoes and Mm. bullshit like that right (laughs) and so um i got the 90s and i was like this is awesome this is amazing and they're just sitting and it's you know it's it's easy to get shoes on sneakers um which was (laughs) you know short-lived um but yeah and then i just that kind of caught fire for me and i just started like trying to go for shoes and all that kind of stuff and then found it hard and i ended up finding soul savvy and that just kicked it into into you know high gear for me it was like turbo speed and so um you know being around other people all the time that were into shoes as well and all that kind of stuff that's kind of the thing is like i've always grown up kind of on an island when it comes to that like the people around me, my friends were never that into shoes, right? Into music, sure. Into cars, sure. You know, but nobody was ever really into shoes. I was kind of the only person that ever did that. And I think that's probably why I kind of drifted away at that. And, you know, starting life with a with my wife and, you know, job and all that kind of stuff. You're just like, whatever, I'm not, I'm not concentrating on that mm-hmm. stuff right now. And so, but it was always there. And so when I came back to it, like it went completely the other way and <laughs> <It hit hard. laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, and I've finally started to dial it back a little now, but um, yeah, no, believe me, <laughs> Lawrence knows, Lawrence knows how many pairs I'm sitting on right now that are TS that I need to just get rid of. But um, yeah, it's, it's wild to watch and see 
how it's transformed over the years. Right. And think back on that, but yeah, I mean, you know, this, the dunk contest plus um, I was skating in the eighties a bit. And so, you know, things like I had a pair of vision streetwear shoes that I adored, mm-hmm. right? Like they were like amazing. And I loved them. And looking back, I'm just like, it's such a dork, but at the same time, <laughs> They were near and dear to me, right? And so they hold a special place in my heart. And if I could find a pair of the original colorway that I had, I would absolutely cop them and put them in a case Jeez. somewhere. Yeah. That kind of thing, you know, that kind of thing. But, um, you know, that's probably, it started then and then it didn't really, really manifest, honestly, until recently. So last five years. Well, you made up for lost time for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you that. Um, so that's what got you into sneakers. Your other... Uh, I think it's kind of taking a backseat to sneakers at this point. Your other passion, though, photography. Um, yeah. What kind of got you into that? Because I know that Alvin's definitely trying to get into photography a lot more, too. And I know that maybe at the same time, you can get into your past life in photography and what you were photographizing. Yeah. Um, trademark. Uh, <laughs> new word. I'll, I'll new stop word talking word. now. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I went to school for really for it was called multimedia and web development but um i always kind of had an eye for graphic design in general and kind of like composition of how like a, a picture should look and how layout should look and that kind of thing so when i got out of school um i got a job basically being a graphic designer who also designed like front ends of websites and that kind of thing um and kind of natural is that you eventually get to the point where you're like, well, I want to take pictures of specific things to put on websites, right? Like I'm looking for, like, I've got a client that needs to do this. And so I need to start taking the pictures. And around that time, I started traveling more, started traveling around the world. Um, You know, we went to Europe, we went to Asia, ended up going to Beijing, Taipei, all those kinds of things. And then, you know, we're also, you know, just generally doing tons of travel. And at that point, you want to document it all. You want to do all that. So, um, you know, I started with a tiny little point and shoot, you know, taking pictures because it was super easy to carry around and that kind of thing. And then eventually you slowly make your way up the up the line until you have this giant ass bag. You got to tote around all the time. <laughs> Check. Yeah. And yeah. And it's basically like, do I have a carry on or do I have this bag? Like, this is my carry on. Right. And that kind of thing. Um, so it just kind of it turned into something that I really wanted to do as a profession around the time my, um, it was a little before my son was born um, back in 2013. Um, And, you know, I was already kind of taking some side gigs while I was still doing my graphic design job. And then I was burnt out on graphic design. I was like, well, this is a perfect transition point. My wife wants to go back to work. Um, She loves doing what she does. I would have never asked. It would have been, you know, she wouldn't have liked staying home with the kid me doing freelance photography on the, you know, on the side, I could be stay at home dad and do freelance photography. So um, it was easy to do and it just kind of took off from there. And so I did that for, you know, probably six, seven years um, before I started with soul savvy, um, which was completely out of left field for me, other than just being <laughs> connected to my hobby and my passion uh, for shoes. Um, and yeah, photography has taken a back seat to, to the last couple of years, but um it's still in there. I still love doing it. Um, I still shoot when I can, but it is admittedly a lot less often. So, And for a, a while, I know you were doing freelance, but you were specializing or one of your things was food, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Food I was shooting a lot. How was that? Did it make you hungry? 
(laughs) (laughs) So it was really cool. It was, uh, it allowed me to do a lot of things, um, you know, shooting food. I did a lot of shooting for restaurants, but also in general, um, working for editorial websites, uh, magazines, that kind of thing. And it allowed me to, you know, access into things that I didn't have access into before all those kinds of things. So it was a fun trip. It was fun to do. Um, it's great because it actually sets up well for taking photos of things like shoes, that kind of thing. Cause it's all kind of product photography in, in a way. Um, but I was also hired to not only do product photography, but portraits of the chefs um, also like action shots within the restaurant and that kind of thing. Um, I actually sat in with, there's a local uh, Dallas chef um, who was doing a series of guest chefs that were coming in from across the country that were coming in to, to cook with him for on a, on Monday nights, basically um, I went in there and, you know, any young creatives listening don't, work for free too much, but, um, I did this more for experience. Right. And also just to kind of get, get access to these people so they could see what I was doing as well. Um, and I would go in and I would just document these, these dinners, basically, um, nothing set up, no lighting set up, no proper, uh, photography gear set up other than me and my camera sitting there by the, by the pass as food comes out, taking pictures of the guys in the kitchen, doing their thing, um, you know, maybe taking pictures of the dining room while it was happening and stuff like that. But um, that was a lot of great experience, just kind of, you know, and, you know, nobody, it's one of those things of like, I love setting up lighting. I love playing with lighting. I love controlling the light and that kind of thing. But there's experience that comes from working with the available light you have, no matter how shitty it is. Um, Absolutely. That that's where you grow. That's the challenge. That's really where you grow. Then you learn the kind of light you like to work with. Mm-hmm. And that's the, that's the cool part for me. Damn. That's the coolest sentence about light I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Man. <laughs> that was really, sounds like you rehearsed that. Um, <laughs> I know you said that they were kind of similar, but how, how did they, how do they differ? Cause I know that you like now have transitioned or you were had transitioned at least for a while to taking a lot of sh- like shoe photos, product shots, that kind of thing. How is it different than shooting like a plate of food or, you know, like action shots of like that kind of thing where it's like, yeah. and this is kind of more controlled, right? Where you have access yeah. to playing with light and set up and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, the kind of lighting gear that I have is fairly lightweight overall. So I can take it into places. It's all battery based. It's not cord based. So I can run into a place and do a gorilla style and set up a fairly quick studio if I need to, that kind of thing. But the, the, the biggest difference obviously is that food expires, right? Like it, mm. it only has a certain amount of time where it looks good. Mm, yeah. um, shoes are shoes are shoes, right? They're going to be there, you know, mm. that kind of thing. And so um that was kind of the liberating thing about shooting things like shoes or just generally, you know, that kind of thing that doesn't go bad is that you can just sit there and try all kinds of different stuff for hours on end. And I have, like I've sat, <laughs> like set up a backdrop in here and done my thing in my office and, you know, left it up overnight, come back to it the next day, done more stuff with it, done different things. And so that's the really cool part is that the pressure is not as high as with food. Like mm. somebody puts a plate of food that they've been working on and you know, the ingredients are really hard to procure all these kinds of things. And they're like, all right, here you go. You, you know, you've seconds. got approximately five <laughs> minutes here yeah. to get this shot before stuff starts to look bad and all that kind of stuff. And so um, mm. a lot less pressure, but I do think 
obviously the challenge, the challenge of getting the shot in that short amount of time makes a good result that much more gratifying. Right. Mm, so um, I do, I do appreciate that. And I kind of miss that about shooting food. I mean, it, I know people don't know this. I stopped shooting food mainly because of the pandemic. Um, mm. A lot of the budgets for restaurants dried up, right? They didn't have customers. And yeah. so, um, you know, a lot of editorial, like magazines are still sending out people to shoot and that kind of thing. Um, and I could probably tap back into that if I needed to, but I haven't really needed to at this point. So um, mm. I'm cool with it. Yeah. What was mm. it kind of like doing photography as a profession, like especially freelance um, like we've had a lot of photographers on the podcast. Um, most of them do it as a side thing and they say yep. the reason they don't want to pursue it is because one, it's super inconsistent. Um, and two, because they don't want it to feel like a job because then it's less fun. Did you experience right. that? And how did you kind of like, was it a similar vibe for you, but you kind of just bit the bullet and did it or. Yeah, I think, um, I was lucky in that, you know, when you work, say you work in a specific city a lot, um, word gets around, you know, people are like, oh, who did your pictures? Oh, you know, that kind of thing. So word of mouth gets around. So I didn't have like a super steady stream of people, but, you know, at the same time, you know, I, I still had a lot of the work was done for me. I didn't have to hustle completely all the time to get new mm. jobs. Um, at the same time, yeah, it started to grind on me. And I think that's why it was so easy for me to just jump over to soul savvy yep. because I was like, you know, the pandemic has come around, but at the same time, I honestly have lost a little bit of that want to go out and take photos of stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. um, so I do need a little bit of a break and this has provided me the break. And like I said, I've gotten, I've gotten that itch more. And every once in a while, every time I get the itch, I take out a pair of shoes and I start trying to shoot it and do different stuff with it. But um, it's definitely, it's, different in you know when you're freelancing it's tough it's it's a it's a really tough gig and the whole gig economy that the world is working on these days makes things it there are some pluses to it there are definitely some negatives to it um people get underpaid they get undervalued because they're seen as contract workers all the time and all that kind of stuff and it you know for me it it was hard, but I know other people, it was way harder because mm -hmm. fortunately for me, I had my wife and my wife has a good job. You know, we had income coming in, um, that we could live off of easily, you know, but for other people that are busting their ass and they're hustling, yeah. and this is how they live and they're having to make rent and pay for food mm -hmm. and all these kinds yeah. of things, maybe even pay like school loans back and yep. all that kind of stuff. Like, it's wild and I don't envy that position, but I absolutely respect the hell out of everybody that's doing that kind of thing. Um, mm. That's why I tried never to judge anybody for taking that was in that position and taking any job they could because yep. you have, you have to, you have to do that. Yeah. And so a million yeah. percent. Um, have you ever, first of all, Alvin, is he selling you on doing photography full time <laughs> or <laughs> no, never. <laughs> I mean, definitely like keeping it as a side gig is, is like a goal. Uh, consistent side gig so but yeah i like passion i mean he's he's only making me want to shoot something now right, <laughs> right i mean now. like i had i had the i had the issue shoot earlier today but now it's just like i have to like set up lighting now because it's like nighttime when we're recording but like you know hearing another photographer talk about you know the grind it's like yeah no i definitely still want to shoot stuff so it's dope it is very dope thanks um, bro i appreciate you <laughs> <laughs> 
You solidify that Alvin's not going to quit his job for photography. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, Robert, have you ever considered taking, I know you went into photography once. Have you ever considered taking sneaker photography more seriously? Um, I know that you do it super casually, like whether it be even just on a social basis and like trying to grow an Instagram following or like, you know, yeah. doing it on a bigger scale, any of that. Have you ever considered it? Um, or is it always, again, just a passion project? I mean, you always consider it just because it's fun to catch lightning in a bottle and go viral and do all these different things, right? And have, you know, the repost accounts, repost your stuff, and then it turns into, you know, a sneakers feature or whatever, mm -hmm. and it turns into whatever. Um, that's, you know, you always, that's fun, right? Like, I, I'm human. I want to do those kinds of things. But at the same time, um, you know, tons of people are shooting shoes at this point. Yeah. Now, you know, if I'm going to be the cynical old asshole about this <laughs> not everybody does it well right yep. like everybody wants to do it not everybody does it well and some of your most popular you know accounts out there i don't really think they do it that well um but <laughs> they've figured out the algorithm and they've figured exactly. out how to yep. how to work the social aspect of it which complete respect for it. like that's that's huge i've never wanted to do that because i don't want to be the person that has to post the same shit over and over and Ooh. over again just and use the play TikTok the sounds and be that guy yes yeah 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 and so you know now with instagram it's all about reels and yep. you know pushing reels all the time and honestly like video work has never been something that i just loved doing and so you know going that far is just um not for me per se that's fair mm. that's very fair yeah I mean, kudos to you, Alvin, because you've been doing it heavily recently and consistently, which I don't have the patience for anymore, like Robert said. So, yeah, kudos to Alvin, who's the one out of the three of us who's, like, actually doing shit because <laughs> me and Joel are just sitting on our asses. <laughs> um, it's, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a lot. Yeah, it's definitely a lot. And, yeah, again, like, because, like you said, sneaker photography is so big now it's so hard to find your own niche and be different and yeah, again i'm is. sure alvin can relate to this like trying to find like the unique shot like even when we do the countdown in december like trying to find the unique shot that no one's done that looks different that doesn't look like oh they're gonna think i bit this from x person or y person when right. it's like yeah there's only so many different ways you can take a picture of a sneaker or take a video of a sneaker or do an unboxing or do a voiceover or do whatever that at some point it's going to sound the same. It's just, yeah, it's, it's really hard to be different. And yeah, shouts yep. to people who are taking the time to try and do it because I just can't. <laughs> do yeah. It. It's, it's one of the things that cripples me on those kinds of things, because like, I would have loved to have taken part more in that. Right. But at the same time, I just, I go, wait, I want to come up with something that's cool. That's different. Right. And mm. I just, you know, at the end of the work day, I'm just like, screw it. I don't care anymore. I just, <laughs> I want to support you guys but at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Love y'all, but not that. I, I just don't, I don't have it. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't have it. And so, yeah. Um, yeah, that's like, like I said, and I know I don't want to throw shots at anybody in specifically, so I'm not going to name anybody. But at the same time, there are guys out there that I know, like they do the same stuff on Instagram all the time. 
because it's what works. Yeah. Um, mm. But I know they're talented guys and they can do so much better mm. than, you know, and it pops up every once in a while. You can see it come through every once in a while, but you can definitely see them playing the game too. Yeah. And um, again, it's what you have to do in this day and age. If you want to really like, if you want to use social as your door into all kinds of different things, like that's the game you got to play. The game and is a game. I completely get it. Right. <laughs> but uh <laughs> Yeah, it's. Um, I don't know that it's something I want to play. Yeah, personally. that's super fair. Yeah, I mean, I think again, me and Alvin go through this every December, and Joel actually as well. When we do the shots, I think at one point we decided like, okay, if I'm gonna take pictures, I'm gonna make them nice pictures. Like, <laughs> we're gonna actually like you know put effort into it, and it's yeah, it's a lot. Like, it's it's a lot, a lot, and. I used to get that itch. I know Alvin just said like he's getting the itch now, like talking about it. I used to get that itch a lot where I'm just like, I want to put on a pair of sneakers and go take the shot. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just don't get it anymore. Alvin, where do you get the inspiration from when you're like, is it like the drive to, to grow something? Is it just the creative drive? Where does it come from? It's just, uh, well, now it's not even shooting sneakers. I just want to like pick up my camera and press mm. the button and <laughs> just, just feel the shutter go out you know what i'm saying like just that um just because it's fun and then now it's just like just continuing to work on my craft man because i'm not even where i want to be so it's like the more times i practice the better i'll get or you know the more mistakes i make the more i learn kind of stuff so i mean that's where my itch comes from just trying to improve my craft as opposed to just like you know obviously we're all sneakerheads and taking pictures of shoes is cool but for me it's like my other addiction which is you know now photography so mm. well, i heard robert's got some back extra backdrops if you need <laughs> <laughs> actually they're gone from his background so maybe he got rid of them they, 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 no no they're just out of sight because everybody kept calling them pool noodles so. <laughs> <laughs> everyone just thought you were an avid swimmer but just not yeah they're really like i don't know it. why <laughs> The funny part is that nobody mentioned it until someone mentioned it. And everybody was like, oh, yeah, no, I totally thought they were just pool noodles. I'm like, why would you? Never mind. <laughs> uh, Texas is weird, man. I don't know what you guys do down there. Pool noodles. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Wearing hoodies when it's 22 degrees Celsius outside. Whatever. Yeah. Shit. I don't ask no questions. But uh, yeah, Robert, thanks for coming out, man. This was like super fun. Super, super dope. Um, I loved hearing you talk about light. That was very nice. Um, and yeah, save a save a horse riding alien, everybody. This was this was, <laughs> this was awesome. Uh, that's it for this week. Wherever you guys are taking in this episode, please leave a comment, review, follow, and or subscribe. Make sure to check out CanadaGotSold.ca to shop the latest CGS merch. Peep the YouTube for our latest videos and check out CGS Talk on Facebook to chop it up with us. Do not forget to use hashtag CanadaGotSold on Instagram for a feature. I have been Lawrence Hopkins, and you can find me at L Doggy Styles on Instagram. Woof. I'm Joel Hernandez. You can find me at Joe Dooney, J-O underscore D three O's N-E-Y. My name is Alvin Quincy, and you can find me at M-I-S-T-E-R-Q and then Mart. And Robert, where can they find you? I'm Robert Strickland. You can find me on Instagram at underscore S-T-R-I-C-K-S underscore Strix. Hell yeah. Well, he practiced that one. Thank you for listening to us talk about sneakers for 195 episodes. And please remember to rock your kicks. This has been True to Size. We have been CGS and your boy Strix. And we are out. Peace. You can play with my light anytime. <laughs>
Charging up like a Kamehameha. Damn, that put mine to shame, bro. Damn, dude. Never yeehawing again. You took the yee and the ha. Holy smokes. (laughs) 